Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. Today, we're sharing an episode of The Wraparound, a podcast from Porch. Mike recorded with them during the Inspection Fuel Conference last October and the episode just came out recently. We'll be sharing part one of the episode this week and the rest of it next week. Hey everybody, Brad here for Porch. Grab a chair, sit down, you're on The Wraparound. So I guess the big moral of the story here is look for any and every opportunity to creatively expand your brand. Yeah, so. absolutely. All the time. Um, you know, my, my dad and I like to joke about, you know, we're not actually paranoid. They are out to get us, you know. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, and the other thing I love to say is I love my competition. You know, because, I mean, we did the Facebook Live. We set up the studio. We had all that. And everybody else is going, oh, man, that's just foolish. And then, boom, you know. They start seeing the payoff. They start seeing the payoff. So welcome back, everybody. Sitting back here at Inspection Fuel on the wraparound, and I have an esteemed guest with me <laughs> today. Esteemed, Mr. esteemed, y'all very highly. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. So, Mr. Mike Crow, hey, you're not you're not uh, unbeknownst to the people here. I hope not. Yeah, certainly not. I mean, you've been Otherwise, on... my marketing has totally failed. Uh, exactly. No, completely. Now, honestly, uh, Mike, you're one of the guests that I've really wanted to connect with the most since getting into the greater industry. It's, uh, you know, being a home inspector as I was back up in the Northern Virginia area, um, when I first started out, I was kind of in that bubble, right? That regional bubble. And when you come to some of these conferences, you really get to break out of that and meet some of the movers and shakers within the industry. You being one of them. I heard your name so many places going back to Inspection World when I first went. Um, and then I've seen you on several of the conference tours here. And now I finally get to sit down with you. So it's an honor, man. Well, you know, and part of the secret you just said there and people that are listening to this podcast, coming to the conferences is one of the biggest biggest benefits I ever found out. So, oh yeah, yeah I, I remember the first real big conference I went to, uh, and it was in California. Uh, by the way, they had the big earthquake that year. Oh, I was right, on the right. 10th floor when it happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, but as I walked through the exhibit hall and I walked through the other areas, I went, damn, you know, this industry is actually real. Right. Right. Yeah. Very impressive. No, and, and it's such a wide world, too. You meet so many incredible people as you're as you're going to these from different parts of the country, too. And uh, you get to hear their stories, how they get into it. It's extremely inspiring, honestly. I rarely miss a conference anywhere, especially the big ones. Oh, absolutely, man. So what's uh, which one's your favorite if you, if you have to go to one? Oh, right? you know, if I had to go to one, <laughs> let's see. If I had to go to one right now, uh, it'd be Porch. All right, right now. That's perfect. <laughs> That's a genius... You're a, a gentleman and a scholar. I gotta say. <laughs> well, I mean, we are sitting here right now, you know, Quite at the literally. porch conference, yeah. uh, which inspection fuel, and uh, uh, they're doing a great job. I mean, 
God, what we had for dinner last night, and Dolly Parton showed up, and 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 what we had for lunch today, and and the and the happy hour with the free drink tickets. I mean, you just don't go wrong here. Oh, on the best oh. parts, not till later tonight. Oh, and by the way, there was a there was a couple of courses with some good information too. Yeah, oh, there, a few of those, right? One <laughs> a or couple two. of those, yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually, you speak at those. When did you finally start getting in on the uh, the kind of the conference circuit as one of the guest? Speakers? Oh my gosh, back in two thousand three, two thousand four. Um, I had always kind of been asked to and never really done it. I, I was president of our state association in Texas. And so I did some there and everything and, uh, probably served like six, notice the word served. Right. Okay. Right. Time served, uh, six to eight years, uh, you know, on the, as president and board and uh, local, uh, president and all that good stuff. Uh, and then, uh, uh, shifted and some things happened. I sold my first company for, you know, over a million dollars to a national firm and worked for them for three years and then uh, uh, backed away from that. And, and uh, I, I, because of that, and I, this is one of the blessings I got from that, was that I became kind of a national uh, figure. And so then I started going to the national conferences, especially, and started getting the opportunity to speak there. Um, and uh, I had a non-compete when I left that company, so I couldn't go back into the home inspection right, business. Right, right. So my wife said, well, why don't you teach other people to go do what you did? That's I mean, genius. I don't want you sitting at home all the time watching Hogan's Heroes. So. No, of course not. Or, or Hee Haw, as we were just talking about. Oh, Hee Haw. Yeah. Because yeah. we're going to the Opry tonight. Yeah, so. we're going to the Opry tonight. Yeah. We saw Dolly. You were dancing with Dolly I was with Dolly dancing with Parton the Dolly, not night. the Dolly Parton. She's a Dolly Parton a, tribute A artist. Dolly Parton. A Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, no, fun time here. So if you, the, uh, if you missed the conference, keep an eye out for Inspection World next year. Uh, not Inspection World. I'm sorry. Inspection Fuel. There's so many. Well, you're in trouble now, buddy. Oh man, I'm plugging ash. This here. is why wow. we have. This is why we have editing. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, I'll go back in and be able to say the proper one. Yeah. Yeah. There I, you go. Man, I don't even know where I am anymore. But uh, anyway, no. So that's that's great. So you got in on the uh, the conference tour that way. The, and how long has it been now that you've been doing that? Well, I mean, we've been doing it uh, since uh, 2003 is when we started that up. And actually, 2004, I had my first show. Okay. okay? I did nice. a show for 16 years. Uh, just, just On public radio or what? Were... No, no. I'm talking about a uh, conference. Oh, a conference. Got it. So got it. Okay. We, we didn't have a ton of people there. We had about 300 people there, uh, but they were all business owners. Sure. So, sure. Um, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about is really for the business owners. Now, inspectors could learn something. And if, by the way, if you're a single man inspection company, you're a business owner. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You just may not realize that. Yeah. Right, right. Now, there's a place in the industry for both. There really is. And that's actually a conversation. There is right that, now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. No, it's a, it's a conversation that I want to have because I think that's one of those uh, kind of concerning things where some of the small business guys uh, or the sole proprietors, uh, single operator shops, they're starting to see a lot of these acquisitions that are taking place. And they're kind of starting to wonder, do we have to go that route? Is that necessary? Or can I still be profitable on my own? What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Here, here's the good news for um, those guys that are single man operations right now. They're locked in. They, if they run their business right, they're golden. Uh, with the schools, though, and, and every new inspector that's coming out, um, over half, probably 75% of the inspectors that are coming out of schools now are going, all right, who do I go work for? Right. right and exactly. if you're a single man and you want to hire people, this is going to be a golden time for bringing people on. No, that makes sense. This is well, with the lull, you've got a lot of time to train them, yep. to focus on kind of building them up. So. You know, that's a good point. Most people make the mistake of hiring the wrong people first. Uh, <laughs> you uh, find that out too late. You, yeah. you see it all the time. Well, you know, we teach them that there's marketing. Then right. you got your call center, mm -hmm. uh, and then there's inspectors. Right? Who's the first person that anybody hires when their business is growing? Well, they hire another inspector. Wrong. That's the wrong person to hire. Right. And, and they don't get that. 
They should hire a marketing person first. They should have a good call center and a good backup call center, which, by the way, Porch has both those available. We right? do have both of those. Both yeah, we got ACC. Available. Right. We've also got uh, the whole crew over at uh, ISG. Boy, so they got their call center over great there. Great people out yeah. there taking care of uh, folks, and and uh, there are other call centers in the industry as well. So, you, but you've got to have a good. Call. But those two are my favorite. Yeah, those are two are yeah absolutely <laughs> favorites here at this conference. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, but here's the thing: is those people that are coming out that are inspectors now, the inspector is the third person you hire, and and now, right now, November is the best time to hire those guys. So you go through November, December, January, February. You Hopefully you can have them trained. Most people don't realize it probably take four to right. six months to train. But now you have them available to do inspections through March and April and May and June and July. But the average guy out there, when does he hire somebody? Oh, when he needs him, right? Exactly. So he hires him in March. And so he goes through March, April, May, June, July, August. And the guy's trained. Now he's up and running. Now, and now you're the in the market winter drops time. out. Yep. Yeah. And that's so it. that's that's a big secret uh, of hiring people. And uh, maybe the school should take a look at that, too. So the guy's coming thinking. out of school right at November. Yeah. No, that's actually a, a great way to go about it. Yeah. So now I joined because, yeah, I joined in July when I started doing home inspections. This was about eight years ago. And, uh, yeah, it's right in the peak of the season. Um, trying to get up to speed and then finally feel like I got my feet under me only to have the winter slow down right there. Yeah, it was it was tough because well, you ended up having to sit around and wait for, for two or three months for the market to kind of come back up. You spend that time marketing, right? Right. Because isn't that what you do when you hit a lull? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should. Well, you should be marketing all the time. We, anyway. we tell people you're either inspecting or you're marketing. And right. if you're doing so much inspections that you can't market, well, that's why you should have hired a marketing person to be out there doing it for you. Before hiring another inspector. Before you hire another inspector. And and here's the thing is they, well, you know, these single man operations, right? Well, nobody can do it as good as I can. And you know what? They're absolutely correct. Genius. But you can't okay. do everything. No, you can't. You can't do everything. You know, I don't mow my yard. I could probably do it better than the guy I hire. All right. I don't want to. Um, you know, I don't clean my pool. We have somebody come in and clean the house. Uh, all of these things. And by the way, my wife and I could clean the house so much better and we, at least we'd know where things are because every time she cleans the house, I lose stuff, okay? Right. Um, but here's the thing is, at, at a certain point, unless you want to be the guy that does it all and have no real life, can you, people answer the phone on Sundays. They answer the phone in the evenings. They answer the phones during their kid's birthday. They answer the phones when they're on date night with their wife. They answer the phones when they're on vacation. Right. But if they signed up with you guys, right, they'd at least they'd get part of their life back. You can take some time off and put your phone away for a little bit if you outsource some of your work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when they do go take vacation for a week, right, they come back to a full schedule. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and, and the other thing, too, um, when it comes to not being able to do it all. All right. So you were talking about you and your wife. You hire a cleaner. I clean house pretty well. Okay. I fix my car pretty well. I don't have time uh -huh. to do all of it. But if you've ever been married, you know what it's like to tell your spouse, yeah, 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 I'll get that done. Yeah, 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 I'll get that done. And before you know it, you've got five different things you said you would get done. And then they're standing here going, you've done half of one. <laughs> right. know, what's, what's it going to get done? You know, I'm, you, there's I only could, so much time. You know? I could easily change the oil in my car. Right. I don't want to, though. And, right. you know, I, can I tell you a secret? I'm real big on family. Sure. I'm real big on marriage. Yeah, you're telling right? me about your compound. Oh, well, no, it's not a compound. It's a village. Okay? It's a village. It does take a Waco village. Waco had a compound. Okay, you're that not Waco. That went down in flames. Right. <laughs> Even though, so it's, you are in Texas, so we won't call it a compound. Okay. Right? We, we'll, we'll call it the village. Yeah, we, the we, Crow Village. We thought about calling it a compound, and I went, no. And, and, and everybody <laughs> looked at me and went, no. You know, too soon, right? Still right. too soon. Right, right. But here's the thing is, 
you know, I pull into the driveway. We've been on date night, me and my wife, and I pull in the driveway, and the yard is mowed. And I turn to her and I say, thank you for not making me feel guilty about not mowing the yard. <laughs> that's, that's and you know awesome. what she says? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> she might still hold that one over you. No, no. She, she, uh, we had a garage sale many, 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 many years ago. And I put the mower out and I put the edger out and I put the blower out and I put, you know, all this stuff out, weed whacker. And she went, are, are you sure you might want to use that again at some point? Babe, I ain't ever use this stuff at some point, you know? <laughs>